It's on. Ask me if I give a shit. Okay. What kind of music you like? Chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Ask me if I give a shit. Rappy ain't nothing but a motherfucker. It's cool. Welcome to another episode of the Silver Emotion Podcast. My name is Will. And I'm Steven. And uh, here we are. <laughs> just trying to eat the chair. My cat is <laughs> going apeshit on this chair. Um, I didn't the know the fuck? chair was made of catnip. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, he's 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 going apeshit. Wow. Look at that. Never saw him do that before. Well, uh, anyway... <laughs> He's going back, going back for seconds. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. Little nutcase. All right, so uh, we are here. Uh, we're talking about a movie um, of sorts. <laughs> it's uh, 2003. It's called Interstellar 4-5. <laughs> the story of the secret star system. And... Uh, and so you got four words on the subtitle that start with S. Yes. And the S's are replaced with fives. Fives. So that's the f- four fives. Yes. Uh, One of my most hated things, the replacing of letters <laughs> with numbers and titles. Uh, and they do a bunch. Do it four times. Yeah. Uh, I I called it four or five. I forgot about the Galaxy 3.9 thing. But uh, mm-hmm. when I was looking at the, the Wikipedia, it said... Uh, interstellar, interstellar, yeah, four or five, and it showed the the Japanese like the the phonetic writing of it, and it was like fo fi or something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. I, I kind of I hadn't like looked into that, but it kind of makes sense with the Galaxy Express thing. That I kind of thought that might be how they go for it. Yeah, <coughs> so that reminded me. So I I remembered to say it here. So this movie is kind of a weird thing. It's uh yeah, it's, uh, it's a production between um France and Japan. The the band Daft Punk is a French electronic band that uh you the listeners may or may not be familiar with. And so this movie is a 1-hour music video that uh is um yeah i guess it's one of their albums or it something is that it's their album discovery, discovery the second album discovery and it's the the whole album start to finish as a music video with anime visuals uh supervised by the the legend leiji matsumoto yep it's a uh a little bit of a weird one. It is. It's and it came out of left field. You just uh, pulled it out of the bag. You're like, hey, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Randomly, do you yeah. want to do it? I mean, I'm like, okay. <clears throat> I'd known of it for a while, 
Yeah. And uh, Netflix uh, decided it was time to send me. The <laughs> and so here we are now. Yeah. So I was like, Thanks, oh. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, hey, yeah. I'm curious of that. So it's an interesting little experimental film. I'm surprised how coherent it is as a narrative. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a visual storytelling. Yeah, it, it like a silent movie. It yeah. sort of you know tells a story with right. images. And does a pretty good job of that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In terms of telling a story, yeah, yeah, it does a it, the images do a good job of telling the story. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, I did notice that the story itself is like the album is supposed to be a concept album and this this is the story and they mm. brought this story to the animators like this is our pitch this is our story and then they brought it to life. Mm. It's <clears throat> not like Leiji Matsumoto was brainstorming after listening to the album or anything like that like the album was created first with this story in mind mm. okay from what i could tell like one of the song titles is crescendals which is the name of the band in uh. the in the story and and stuff like that so yeah it uh, yeah it does kind of make sense because i was like wow this is one of the weird things for me was uh just how uh generally cheerful the world is yeah, <laughs> and that that's that's not Leiji Matsumoto. <laughs> like, yeah, like his character, like <clears throat> his characters are happy every once in a while, but it's like every once in a while, like even like the the happier parts of like his stuff is just like gallows humor, kind of like <laughs> enjoyment in spite of the world being shit. You know, it's it's finding some yeah. kind of happiness in there despite everything. Yeah, like I'm trying to think. Up. I'm trying to think back to what have we we watched the uh, Galaxy Three Nine and the, the Western thing, right? Whatever that was called, I don't remember. Um, oh, Gun Frontier. Yeah. That's what it was. Gun Frontier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in in the the Galaxy Express, he's fucking like he wants a new body. Yeah, like, he, his, like he want he doesn't like his yeah, old. He, was he like wants this, to become a new thing. And, he was like this poor kid, just like his dad. Fuck knows what happened to his dad, and they're like just he's with his mom, and his mom just gets killed. And, and, that's right. Yeah, and then he's just like this but that street robot urchin dude. and yeah. on, on this quest for vengeance. <laughs> and then along the way, like he learns that the whole fucking robot thing is a sham, and yeah, it's like he the, just tries to blow him up. And yeah, it's fucking cool. Yeah, like everybody is just like the robots just rule the whole world, and yeah. they're just like fucking with everybody. Not and, a cheerful story. Yeah, and Gun Frontier certainly was not a cheerful place to be either. No, not was, either. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, and and that one had like a lot of like goofy bits with the uh, Tochiro just being silly and yeah. happy but again, like he was just kind of like that was more just his character than any like it just he was willing to take any things as it comes and yeah just, yeah yeah but you know there are so many scenes in there just like oh our horse just died we're, we're stranded in the right. desert we're just marching through. carrying those fucking pieces of the horse like oh well here's a piece of my horse <laughs> yeah i mean it was just like so much shit like that going on in yeah. Gun frontier it's just like 
Yeah, so this movie, not a, not yeah. a lot of that. No, no. <laughs> the the Harlock stuff is not exactly cheerful either. It's more like Earth has been taken over by aliens, and yeah, he's like the lone guy who just refuses to submit, and it's just kind of wow. So it's like a yeah, it's it's not exactly a a cheerful place, the uh, Leiji Matsumoto uh, <laughs> world, but. So it was kind of uh, just kind of weird and in a way almost kind of just refreshing to see these Leiji Matsumoto characters just being happy just and just happy like, yeah, people, yeah, it's nice to be alive. And like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so weird. I've never seen his characters just uh, like just at a concert, just and like, just yeah, happy, music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a dark turn in, in the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's, it's not, there is some darkness. Right. I mean, it's not like it's uh totally happy all the way through but right but, but even then it's like you get the feeling that the world itself is just a decent place to exist in yes in general and yes there's this crisis but once it's uh, resolved everybody just everybody, goes back to right. having a concert <laughs> yes like, this is true and it just feels like in general the world and the people living in it are <clears throat> They are. More or less just uh, happy and having a good time. It sure does seem like that, yeah. They're very happy to listen to this music and yeah. <laughs> have a good time. <laughs> and it's just really that one guy, the the main the yeah, bad guy. Yeah, the main bad guy. He's, He's the only really like the only asshole. <coughs> everybody else just wants to have a good time. Yeah, everybody else <laughs> is just like, yeah, I just want to listen to these crescendo people. They're yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there's no dialogue there's the there's a little bit of sound effects but other than that yeah. it's just pretty much just the daft punk music yeah even the sound effects are pretty like sparse very like, yeah just only a little a couple bit. Yeah. pieces here and there that kind of surprised me when they happened yeah it was very very minor yeah otherwise it's just yeah it's a silent movie with daft punks f for the music yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. Um, you said you're not familiar with, with the Daft Punk at all? No, no. I think this is probably the first time I've really listened to anything of theirs. I've probably like heard something in the background somewhere. Yeah, somehow, probably. Just not really thought about it or known about it or anything. But Yeah. So, how, how did you... Uh, how was it for you? <laughs> yeah, I kind of liked it. It was the... It was... There was a lot of there was a lot of stuff I liked in it, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. So, you you were a bit less uh, enthused. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> They're all right. I like them in <clears throat> principle, mm -hmm. but uh, and they do make a little cameo. Yeah, here. The, the cameo is kind of fun. They're little robot guys. Um, well, I was reading that that this is the album that they they donned their robot costumes. This is the one mm. where they 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 got them there was they made up some story about oh, there was like a some kind of synthesizer accident and then they got <laughs> like turned into robots or something and then i don't think any i don't i mean i don't know enough about them but as far as i know i think they've just been the robots ever since <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know i mean the the music itself especially the songs the ones with the words are they're designed as dance music yeah yeah it's it's, it's very much a kind and of and so there's a lot beat. of 
repetition yeah. to, the, to the words and stuff. And so, like, I get it. If you're dancing or whatever, it, the stuff flies by. But uh, I don't know. For me, it's just like, okay. I've had enough. I've, yeah. I've had enough of the same looping <laughs> vocals that's just like the same thing every three <laughs> seconds like that's enough you know yeah i was <laughs> i was feeling that way with the first song the opening one yeah which was i think it was like one more time yeah, or something one more time. and it's all fucking yeah it's all like digitized and, and, yeah, and, shit. and, and I, that i was getting real tired of real quick that one specifically because of the voices on yeah it. i was like no you said one more it's been 20 stop right right <laughs> like, Saying one more time for the last four minutes, <laughs> and so, that's the first song too. Yeah, so it was over. I was like, "Oh God, is this whole movie going to be this?" And and then <laughs> mercifully, the rest of it like doesn't have much uh, vocal. Yeah, there's so there, there's some here and there. There's but, a few songs, but but yeah, yeah most of it. and yeah, it was kind of like, and I totally get what you're saying, like because I was thinking of like, oh man, like are they just like looping this one? like track over and over for the scene to pad out and then it's like no this is just the album like okay no that's that's the album start to finish yeah and they even they make a reference to it at the end there right right. the kid playing the record yeah but uh so it's just kind of like because i was thinking of like oh this has got to just be like something they're looping over and over because it was like you said real repetitive yeah, I mean that, that would be a good way to explain it, but no, <laughs> that's the song. So yeah, I get real tired of that, and um, for me, in anything, movies, music, whatever, I like a human element. I like mm-hmm. to feel, um, like I like singers that don't have super perfect voices like Neil Young and Bob Dylan and stuff. Mm. And because, uh, you know, you feel their, their humanity, their, you know, their, their people. Yeah. <laughs> their people. I mean, everybody's just a person and nobody is, you know, yeah. like beyond person, but I like to feel that humanity, the authenticity of like the human right. experience. And so in this kind of music where they're actively like, kind of rejecting that right kind of trying to uh get past yeah, that it's it's just hard for me to to get into it and it's not that it's bad it's just not really my thing right although they could shore up some of those repetitions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like for instance that record that they show at the end is side d which means that it's a two album like right. two records Right. And the movie's about an hour. So that would make sense. About a half an hour per record. Hmm. Yeah. Um, 40 minutes is the usual cutoff yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. on Kinda old school sense. records. They can go more than that now, but but uh, they could have easily gotten this on one <laughs> one record if, <laughs> if they, they just not. If they had, you know, <laughs> yeah. shorn it up. But, but uh, you know, it's dance music, so... You know, you right. got to keep those kids moving. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that didn't, the rep, like I noticed it, but it didn't bug me. Yeah. And I think a lot of that probably has to do with the, just the amount of freaking video games I play and the video game soundtracks by their nature just have to loop constantly. They do. They do. Especially when you go back to like older games and they just didn't have the storage to have a really long audio track. So right. So you 
you couldn't put a lot in there and so it just had to loop a shorter piece over and over i understand that but i will i will argue that not every game but with the the good nes scores the good old scores are so good that like you don't you don't mind the looping you're just right, like because right. i could listen to the castlevania score the 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 Double Dragon, Contra, all those on loop. I don't give a fuck. I love them. Right. Mario <laughs> Brothers, they're all dope. But but like this, I don't think that the the melodies warrant the <laughs> warrant repetition. Kind of like I exposure, feel like it's yeah. it's a little bit too it's a little bit too simple. I I don't know. It, or just it doesn't speak to me in terms of music. I don't know. Right. I mean, there's a lot going on in terms of what they're doing and synths and, you know, they're, <laughs> they're, they're you know, they're hardworking creation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. They do their thing, but. And I, I liked it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't need to be quite as repeated. But right. That's just, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, my point. I but maybe if I were like actually dancing to it instead of just watching a movie, perhaps getting lost on the dance floor, yeah. you don't even notice. Yeah, yeah. so minutes I'm, fly by. I'm sure it has its point. Yeah, in that context, I'm sure it's fine. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I don't want to dance for eight minutes with the same thing. But <laughs> right. in its realm, I'm sure it does well. And people who love this shit, this is like supposedly one of the 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 top end albums of the mm. of that genre or whatever whatever that genre is i'm not you know the music now is so fractured so it's like how to find a, you know to me yeah. it's electronic music but there's tons and tons of different subgenres of electronic music so i don't mm. know whatever daft punk whatever genre they're in not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard this album before. Oh, uh, so, so, so like it wasn't. I didn't discover anything. It was right. just this. Oh yeah, this song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know that I would just want to be listening to this over and over and over for hours on end. Yeah. It's- yeah, I don't. That's the thing. I don't understand exactly why they're as popular as they are. Because I mean, maybe just people are dancing and so they yeah, are getting into it. But yeah, I mean, it was in terms of just listening. I don't see the, the appeal. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it. It. I think it kind of worked for what it's doing here in the movie, and it was fine. But yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed it. What can I say? Yeah. No. It's enjoyable. I don't. I didn't really. I don't know that I liked it. I liked the animation, <laughs> and the story was all yeah. right, and so it was fun in that way. But just I don't know. Just put. <laughs> I should. What I should have done is just played a different <laughs> score a different over it. Over yeah, it. just played something else over it. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just didn't feel like even that the the music necessarily even went to what was going on most of the time. Yeah, there, I, there was this weird, like, there's that funeral scene. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this, this doesn't sound very, like, sad or, like, <laughs> funeral music-y. And, yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, but, like, I know. like, even one more time, I don't think there's any guitar. 
on that album on that song <laughs> maybe there is maybe i didn't get it but you got two guitarists there there's yeah. a bass bass and, and electric guitar and the keyboard guy and the drummer and so there's definitely keyboards and drums and there's bass but it's probably synth bass it's probably not a real bass and yeah. then i don't know that there's any electric guitar maybe there is i don't know but it was just like okay i don't know <laughs> I, I, maybe they're just a, they were aliens they're, they're like weird sci-fi guitars that For, are yeah are, maybe <laughs> maybe they look an awful lot like a regular <laughs> guitar though uh, i don't know but yeah just it's it was uh it was a challenge to to watch because I was just getting so annoyed with the music. Mm. But I liked the, you know, I liked the, the overall sort of story. Yeah, and I I liked the the story and just as, as from a movie standpoint of yeah. it being just a story being told and how it was done. I thought it was done pretty nice. It was a paced out well enough and yeah you, you could tell what was happening even without any kind of dialogue or yes yes just a few pieces of text on the screen every once in a while that weren't even too was uh, text oh yeah, yeah, yeah i, I mean, guess not like, not the like the way a silent thing, movie yeah. would like go to black and just have a like the little right, line the inner that titles could, yeah, and stuff, that's yeah. It. but it would just like oh we're like here's this album and it's got a you know, like here's the top 10 charts and you see the thing yeah. progressing up and stuff that's that weird true, book yeah. they find at the end where it was right right <clears throat> yeah that's that the book title is a, one of the song titles too i don't remember mm -hmm. what it is it's some latin thing yeah but yeah that was all kind of fun it just i don't know reminded me of uh especially with that like guitar spaceship that was yeah <laughs> that was fun i like the guitar spaceship <laughs> it, it just reminds me of just some silly 80s anime kind of thing where it's just like yeah. Oh, like some kind of just 80s superhero anime, like a Voltron kind of thing. Of like, oh, we're what? Like, oh, we, we're gonna have these super. We need some like gimmick to hang our story on. Like, the flying guitar, yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, just like Voltron. I was like, oh, we need a big robot. What are we gonna do with that? There's tons of big robots. What are we gonna do? We're gonna make them lions. There, yeah. We can. <laughs> Those are badass. You know, it, it was just like we're just gonna come up with some unique thing to yeah. make the, to hinge this story on so it was like i don't know it just felt like and also being leiji matsumoto character designs just makes it feel like a older anime even when it's not cause yeah yeah no i like the designs and being familiar with it it was like oh that's the the toshio guy and i guess that girl is supposed to be the esmeralda mm -hmm. sort of looking lady and harlock was in there i believe wasn't he that yeah, kinda, the guy in the spaceship that's sort of trying to save him. Yeah, he, he does have a very hard lock look about him. I kind of I I was thinking like, oh, I don't think they like are specifically those people, but they uh, no, are so like they, they just look they, like yeah, him. yeah. They have that same design. Right. No, style. I don't say that they're like yeah. the people, but definitely. Yeah, and they do kind of fill some of that role to some extent like the harlock yeah. like the guy who looked like harlock was like the guy in a spaceship who just right. flies around being a solo badass for justice just because yeah. he's into it <laughs> right but he's trying to save him and yeah yeah it was a uh, i don't know it was just a little fun little adventure to run around in and yeah yeah have some 
fun action going on and <laughs> shootouts and yeah, I liked all the little weird guns. A lot of strange, like the Harlock dude had that gun to deprogram them oh, or yeah, whatever, yeah, and then yeah. and the other guys had the weird looking thing that shot the red laser out and uh, yeah just, just nobody had just a regular gun <laughs> yeah it was just like that, that, that's what also like makes me like think of some old like 80s anime thing is just this whole concept of like this evil villain he's like i'm gonna kidnap a band and make them look like humans <laughs> so they can make me money <laughs> and it's just like what <laughs> yeah it was very strange it was just kind of this weird silly like villain from a goofy ass anime yeah. that, like it was just like yeah this is just i don't know it just seemed <laughs> like just this bizarre thing and there's more to it than that at the end when you find out he's got like this whole weird yeah like, that's what i liked about him where it's like he's been doing it since fucking mozart yeah because <laughs> they show that little kid and yeah i kind of thought like, oh, is that like mozart or beethoven or whatever yeah but one of them was like well, I know stuff at like three years old. I know Mozart was like the child prodigy. Yeah, Beethoven's probably doing it too, but I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember which one was which. I know one of them was just like child prodigy music. Yeah, guy, well, I, so. I know for maybe they both were. I don't know. <laughs> they probably both were, but I know Mozart was like four year old writing a fucking symphony and stuff. Yeah, which yeah. is like I don't know about that, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know Mozart. if it's a good symphony, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't play that one. <laughs> they play fucking Symphony Forty, yeah. I think, is the I mean, big one. <laughs> I mean, I, I wrote a comic book when I was like six. It didn't mean it was worth shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody's playing Symphony Number One, Mozart. <laughs> right. so, <laughs> but yeah, like he had that whole thing going, and then he was like getting all those other people and it he seemed to have some sort of thing about collecting the gold records that they yeah earned. it was gonna like power some weird device and it was just <laughs> i like, don't know man it, I was, mean, it made no freaking sense but no. that's kind of what i loved about it it was just like oh it, it's gonna do something i don't know what it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah what i liked about it is that they in, when they give out a gold record it's framed in those things with the little plaque underneath it yeah. and he like it, he didn't just take the gold record out of it. He had the whole fucking frame <laughs> that he was saving from everybody and like putting into that machine. And yeah. I just found it funny that it's like, we don't just need the record, we need the whole thing. <laughs> it was shaking his weird because it's like, I know that shit did not exist with Mozart, but like they were. No, yeah. Like they did not have gold records back then. They definitely didn't. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe back then he was just. Uh, just pimping out the <laughs> the musicians and building his little empire and then when it became gold record time in the in the 20th century <laughs> he realized like oh shit i can fucking do i don't know what with <laughs> all these gold records all, all, all we know is that the book says he would conquer the universe with it <laughs> yeah somehow yeah he's with the gold records i don't know i don't know what was going on but it was just weird and fun and yeah i also found it i've i don't know the who has a similar thing but i found it funny that the that daft punk has a story where their song is like the intergalactic <laughs> number one <laughs> that everybody loves right <laughs> it's just like oh, the <laughs> only a band could have that kind of an ego right but Pete Townsend wrote a whole thing about the <laughs> the Who's Next album is built around this concept where 
the the Who's music basically unslaves <laughs> the whole population from the being uh, enslaved by the internet, <laughs> and, right? And everybody breaks yeah. free and then goes sees the Who. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the fucking mecca that they all go to the Who concert. <laughs> yeah. So like a, a couple of weird like wrinkles <laughs> in in this version being that um like. Okay, it's a Daft Punk song, but it's like in the story, it's not. It's yeah. this Crescendal's this song. This is true, yes. And like, but Daft Punk is like, they're an actual band in this world, too, because they're still there at the awards ceremony. They were there. And, like, yeah. They were nominated they were, they like, were. for whatever they were doing in that right. world. So That's right. Kind of, so it's kind of weird, like, oh, okay, so it's not in universe anyway, their song, but... Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird. And then the other thing about it being like the song they picked for like the number one was that that very first song that was like yes. probably the, the one I liked the least on the entire thing. Was that like, was a very big hit for Daft Punk in real in real life, mm. in the real universe. That was uh, one of the, I, I don't know, maybe the biggest song from that album, um, but, but uh, definitely one of the sort of lasting things from that album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so... And, and honestly, I probably wouldn't have said that was the one I liked the least if it wasn't for those, like, auto-tuned vocals. and like, Right, right. <laughs> like, if, if it was just not... If that one more time wasn't said, like, 30 times and... <laughs> yeah, it's a little much. It's a little much. If it was just the beat itself, I, I probably would have been a, a lot more on board with it. But, yeah, <laughs> just the instrumental stuff. But I'm I'm not a fan of auto tune in general. Just, no, uh, it's it it, it it annoys me whenever I notice it. It's not good. It's not good. And and it's very heavy in that song too. Like it's not subtle. It's, it is for sure. <laughs> now, and that's probably an earlier usage of it because right. that's like that album came out before the movie, so that was like 2001, I think. Yeah. Um, and so. Man, I don't know when Autotune became a thing, but it was probably right around then. Yeah, it's so, got to be one of the... So uh, this is like, you know, right at the beginning. It's not like some advanced era thing. Yeah. So it, this could have helped popularize it. I'm not a, right. a <laughs> scholar of Autotune history, but... <laughs> <laughs> find, find the Autotune historian right. who's like dedicated his life to... Well, I know it... I mean, it might have came out in the 90s, but... I just I don't remember. I don't know. That was I didn't I never paid attention to modern stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but definitely like this song. But it can be it can be used well. Like I don't know how to like. I don't like it how they use it here because it's too it's too much. Yeah, but for there's sure. there's been times when I've heard it and it it adds something it doesn't make you think like oh i wish they didn't do that it it adds a little thing on top and so i've liked it mm. but it's very very rare <laughs> it's a very rare thing yeah. yeah yeah and for the most part people use it because they can't sing on tune so they need to auto tune their voice instead right. of actually training your voice and learning how to sing <laughs> we, well, we Imagine don't need, that. we don't need to do that like uh sometimes if you look at interviews with uh, producers or whatever, 
they'll be like, oh, I worked with so-and-so and it it was incredible you know they didn't even need auto-tune they were just right on it's like yeah everybody used to be like that that was that was had a recording contract now, now it's the the rare thing mm. it's crazy yeah but uh, it's the future future music fucking computers and <laughs> yep. auto-tune robot fucking daft punks people and <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> so I was reading that the reason why they 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 went to Leiji Matsumoto is because they grew up watching Harlock stuff mm. and they and other animes and stuff so they were they're familiar with them already. Anime fans and they they felt like um well if we have a chance to work with him like we should totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> because he he influenced us as kids into you know what we were taking in at the time and then so he probably has an influence on our music at some like deep right, <laughs> right. child brain level so right like let's it, let's <clears throat> do an actual thing with him yeah and it's uh it's a odd combination but yeah, yeah i mean it works yeah <clears throat> as much as i don't care for it as a whole because of the music it still works Right. I'm able to take a step back from myself. Right. And the aliens are very uh Leiji Matsumoto aliens with these like the blue skin blue people. Pe- yeah, they're just like blue dudes who are yeah. like I liked them. Yeah. I felt sad cuz I didn't know you don't know exactly what's going on when they get turned to humans. You know that like it's not good. Right. <laughs> you you don't really know what the whole scheme is, but like Yeah. But I felt sad. I was just like, ah, no. <laughs> These people are, you know, they're, they're unique and blue. Like, why do we have to homogenize them into this just normal looking people? They got cool, like, alien clothes. <laughs> they had those, those like, gym yeah, yeah. headbands and stuff. Weird orange outfits. and Yeah. I was sad to see them. You know, I like the, I like the colors. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just went all regular. They kind of turned them into like a seventies looking band or yeah, something. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was a weird little thing. And yeah, that was exciting times. And I love that little the animation for like that scene though, the where they're transformed. Yeah, that was fun. I did as a as a whole. I felt like that with the music and everything that it really came together yeah, during that. Part. Yeah, I think the music for that part really worked for it. Where it, yeah. was just, it sounded like a really industrial kind of a thing. And there's just these yeah. machines just clanking and yeah. banging away, and it was, yeah, that was cool. I that that was probably the best part for me. <clears throat> yeah. I like when the, the music and the images sync up. And, yeah. I love how just like weirdly elaborate the the machinery was to was, just, was. just like give people a skin tone change and right. all this and it's like throwing them through all these different little assembly line chambers and yeah I like that that was cool and like the downloading their memories onto those little discs right and like overwriting them with this yeah yeah that was crazy it, it was yeah that was cool 
and it was kind of funny because, because it ends that big scene with all this like super high tech fantasy alien sci-fi stuff and then it's just like and then suddenly it just like cuts to this dude with a, like a vcr and yeah. just like, he just that's pops that's the right. tape and i'm like wait what that's right i did enjoy that vcr animation it's like oh that looks very lovingly animated yeah i, I did like that producer guy though the yeah, the not not the villain guy, but the guy with the glasses. Yeah, that, just, that, that he was okay. just like, "Oh, music is so cool!" <laughs> you know, he was just like so excited. Just by, <laughs> like, he seemed like the guy that was just in it just because he just loved music and he yeah. just wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good thing to be if you're at that position in a music right. Because he place. was just like, you know, he was just always into it and yeah, and just super happy about it and like. And it seemed like at the end, like he was the guy who was just like, "Oh, we got to get these people back home where they belong." And like, yeah, he did seem. You know, to he be... he seemed to be like organizing that effort to some degree, or yeah. at least like setting it up and Helping pushing to, for it. And yeah, spearhead that thing. Like he was just like, "Oh, I love this band so much. I just I want to help <laughs> them with whatever. I don't I don't even care about this whole like what else is going on. Just, we got to do the right thing for these guys." Yeah. <laughs> so I he felt, was fun. It was nice that they they got back home but if i still felt bad for all those other people that they showed and the oh, countless yeah. others that they didn't with all those gold records that guy had. right right so like, what about them they're growing old they, they're not all dead are they i mean yeah, maybe i, I kind of had a feeling they were all dead like i guess it's the future so yeah because uh, it, it because it showed these other people that he created, and then he like it shows like a scene of the like the villain dude just like walking away from them. They're just like crumpled in a corner, like their lives are ruined. Kind of like he's oh, just yeah. used them and abandoned them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. Um, oh man, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't know if they were like just dead or if they just got like he just abandoned them oh, and they're man. in some like homeless shelter somewhere, like no. or insane <laughs> asylum. Or, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. I, I, I got a feeling that he just like just straight jacketed in a padded room <laughs> yeah. like oh, I'm an alien <laughs> like yeah sure you are buddy just take your pills shut up oh man Poor or people. maybe they were just like cracked out of their mind like just oh. <laughs> drug addict junkies wandering the streets and uh, I used to be somebody <laughs> I had a gold record <laughs> Yeah, man. If if I knew more about like actual musicians and stuff, I might have like tried to figure out who they were specifically. And yeah, I don't know that that they were trying to be. Yeah, yeah, I I wasn't sure if they were trying to like get specific like historical figures that like had tragic lives or something. And yeah, I don't know. They might they might have been modeled after people, but I don't remember. I don't remember specifically who they were, or what they were looking, what they looked like. So I couldn't. I don't yeah, know. it was nobody that I just immediately recognized or something. But yeah, I didn't think too much about it because nobody, nobody like jumped out like, oh, that's Hendrix. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it wasn't anybody obvious to me. Yeah, the only one that jumped out was like uh, Mozart, and so yeah, because <laughs> that, that one was a little bit more elaborate, right? From what I remember. And the others were just these little quick shots of people transforming, and then yeah, nothing else. So Those poor guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. 
Maybe they had better music. I would have preferred that movie <laughs> to be centered around them. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but uh, this also got that weird quote from Leiji Matsumoto at the beginning. Yeah, it, it starts off with just that little uh, clip of yeah, a little black from, and white thing. I was wondering if that was him or not. I think that's it, him. It seemed like it would be him, based on what he's saying and. And like what he did with this thing, but right, I wasn't sure. I, I kind of think it was. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I think it was him. It looks kind of like him. That's yeah, like, like much younger him. But and the way that 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 what he says and the way that it's put at the beginning kind of makes it seem like like he envisioned more of it than I think he did. Yeah, like he had the story or whatever, because it says something about like oh, he had this dream. And then the movie starts or some shit. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, kind of weird. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because maybe, maybe he worked with them at some level on the working out the story. But as I understand it, they already had all this shit in place hmm. when they came to him. Because the album was already out. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And how long it took to actually make the film? Yeah, would have been a year or something, I would imagine. But it came out a couple of years after the movie, the yeah. the album. So. so yeah. And who knows how long they spent negotiating whatever and yeah and all that. Yeah. So it it makes sense that it came out a couple of years after the album, but because they do have to create the movie, but. It does take a while. You gotta draw and do all that stuff. Computer right. stuff. Yeah, kind of, uh. But yeah, I think, uh, it does make sense that, uh, Daft Punk was inspired by Leiji Matsumoto because those little aliens are very Leiji Matsumoto seeming so if that was what they'd kind of like yeah there's these blue aliens i'm like oh yeah 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 that's that's harlock it's blue aliens <laughs> or green aliens or whatever like, yeah they're colored aliens yeah you usually kind of like this bluish greenish color that's kind of okay that's that's what they usually seem to be in his stuff so. huh well there you go they're the they're blue people here. Yeah, so it it looked totally like it belonged in a Leiji Matsumoto thing, and the whole <laughs> alien tech stuff and yeah weirdness of that was just like yeah yeah that, that makes sense that they if they came up with this story for this thing and right but yeah it's also just a uh, it feels right for anime and that anime has always kind of been linked with like pop music and it has it kind of always has just with like the opening themes and the ending themes they yeah they've they just i guess not always but it's been like at least since from like the 70s they've gotten like bands to like popular bands or whatever to do do an opening song yeah and so there's always been this marketing link between like the soundtracks and the stuff and to get a band that people would like and so that's that's kind of always been a part of it in addition to just generally i think just music and anime has just been a thing more narratively too 
Yeah. And at least going back to Macross. Yeah, with the the yeah, music is yeah. the center thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, Macross was the story of how an 80s pop song, love song, saves the world. So, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of just, I don't know if that was where that idea really crystallized into anime, but there's yeah. a lot. Like, I think even before that, you have, in the 70s, you have a lot of these, like, magical girl shows where it's, like, some, it's basically the the female superhero genre aimed at little girls instead of yeah. little boys. And it's uh, usually some little girl finds some magical power that gives her whatever superpowers. And, like, it's always, like, or not maybe not always, but one of the common things is that oh they're going to be a singer. That's what they want to grow up uh, to be, and okay. so it gives them the power to be. And they go on performing in their little magical disguises. Uh, some, okay. Uh, so that's that's a common theme in uh, huh. the Magical Girl series, and they're like trying to. Then it's just like a superhero thing. They're trying to keep their identities from the people yeah. Around oh, and okay. Like, and so everybody's like, oh, there's this this whatever <laughs> singer that they love and but they don't know who she is a mystery girl or something yeah and, and so it's huh. so that's kind of always been around as a concept to integrate music into and and bands into like an yeah. actual huh. narrative structure and it's kind of i mean there's more of more modern versions of that still going on and stuff so it it just kind of made sense watching it. it didn't seem anywhere near as just weird and bizarre as i was kind of expecting it to be it was yeah you know it says on the i think it says on the sleeve that it's an experimental movie and i didn't find it experimental at all right it like was... it's a music video and it's a silent movie which are neither of which are experimental things right like when i think of experimental i think of some weird shit like we're gonna tr test some shit out we don't know if it's gonna work <laughs> you know and this is not that. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot I was more, expecting a lot more surrealism, a lot yeah. more just like what the hell is going on kind of stuff. No, it's pretty and, much straight ahead. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's got a very just coherent narrative, and like yeah, you said it's like silent films have been around for a century right, or more. Right. You know? It's like the techniques for that have been fine tuned by this point but yeah even if they've just been forgotten by people who've not been using them they, they right. were around in terms of silent movies this is this is i would regardless of the music this is a well-made one whereas other i've seen some other more modern silent movies specifically the artist mm. that won best picture yeah that movie's a silent movie but it it's not made like a real silent movie. Like there's way too much dialogue and there's, mm. they're just cutting to inner titles like constantly. And it's just like, have you seen a silent movie before? <laughs> Cause it's not like this. <laughs> and it, it bugged me that it became such a big thing. Cause it's just like, yeah, if you've never seen a silent movie, maybe you would enjoy this, but it's just so like stylistically wrong. And, right. and it's not a good movie on top of that like and it's dumb i mean there's some good acting and stuff in it the main guy is really good and the girl is really good and there's some good photography and stuff there's, you know there's things about it but man not <laughs> so yeah this yeah, uh in a stella <laughs> is is much better silent movie in terms of yeah i mean it 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 tells the narrative very coherently yeah and 
like without any dialogue and uh, yeah, without any dialogue, like so, not even inner titles. Like no, not at all. You just see the dude hand somebody something. You just you know what they're doing. You know what that conversation yeah. entails in general, and you don't really need to hear the specifics of it. So it right, just, it it really works at telling the story. Yeah, it's very effective. Hundred percent visual storytelling. Yeah, and it uh kind of reminded of um another movie that kind of does that is uh or at least tried to until it got uh bounced around by producers who didn't want it to effectively was um the thief and the cobbler is that the movie that took a long ass time to make yeah yeah it was like uh, it i think that was also the one that was um it was doing like the highest end animation like anyone had ever done and that's partially why it was taking so damn long like i guess animation like really high-end animation like disney's stuff is yeah. roughly half what film is so like instead of 24 frames a second it's like 12 frames a second of animation and okay stuff. and thief and the cobbler was trying for one-to-one animation like a 24 frames per oh, second wow. animation which nobody had really done because yeah. it was just so expensive and they're just like it's not really worth it right. and they were actually like doing that for full-on equivalent Jesus. frames it was like holy crap and it wasn't finished that way like at some point I don't remember exactly why or where or how, but, like, the studio was just like, no, fucking finish the goddamn movie. <laughs> and they just, like, <laughs> they cut it off. And so there's a lot of scenes in that that just were not finished the way the director wanted uh, it done. And so it's, like, so it really bounces back and forth a lot because it was, it basically the half of its production was just kind of this, the studio just, say, just pulling the reins on it. and yeah. That sucks. And so it's, so I watched that at least, in, and there's been like a, I think there's a recobbled edition of it that tries to <laughs> make <re-cobbled>. it. Fucking <laughs> Yeah. It, try, it tries to make it more like what the director originally wanted well, it to do. They, like, what are they? So I guess it just has like, like storyboards where the actual, oh, like okay. just, and like the half finished animation. That, oh. So they. They actually cut out stuff of the yeah, and they they added in a whole bunch of weird like just Disney musical scene moments where they're just oh, like weird. suddenly they'll burst into song and be dancing about and singing some weird shitty song. animation. Yeah, and that's where the animation drops because that's where it's like the director that really wanted to make this really oh, good it was, okay. wasn't on doing those scenes. That was just the the things the studio said. No, we need to like have it's a kids right. movie. It needs to have musical numbers like Disney and just oh, like so they just shoehorn into this weird shit in there and they threw voice actors on it but watching it i realized that like this was totally never meant to have voice acting at all yeah like it was meant to be a silent movie and it's like i almost just wanted like i kind of want to watch it again just muted yeah just hit the mute button and like maybe play some music or something play some daft punk (laughs) discovery (laughs) over it yeah (laughs) And I was like, because like every scene I was looking at, I was like, they didn't need to say that. I knew that just by looking at it. Yeah, you know, yeah. They've got the thief 
and he's walking by and there's like this golden ball on the top of a tower and it's gleaming and he sees it and his eyes just go wide and you see the ball reflected in his eyes and and then they've got the, like this voice actor narrating like oh i need to have that that like yeah i can see that it's so obviously written in his like you didn't need to speak it and it was like right. the whole movie was like that oh weird and it was like oh this would have been so good as a silent film because yeah. it just visually tells everything you need to know huh. and then they just kind of botched it up and, and so i really was like ah oh. so i kind of want to see that recobbled version and see yeah, what, yeah. Uh, what they did with it and where it was tr- huh. mo- more closely where it was trying to go because it was a, it, visually that movie is very interesting and just really yeah cool i've always looking. wanted to see it but just yeah so it's never uh, so it it's kind of like this movie in that regard and just being pure visual storytelling. And, yeah. You know, just, uh, huh. you know, just mute it. Cause the, the, <laughs> the, the voice acting adds v- absolutely nothing to that movie. It's just kind of annoying. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and, and you can tell cause like none of the characters mouths are animated. Oh, weird. Because it's like they're clearly not meant to be talking. Yeah. And so, so it's the, just when like the, when thinking. The, yeah. So it's either a like interior monologue or it's like they're talking when the character's back is turned because oh, that's it's like fucking dumb. Because it's like everything they're acting and then <laughs> like the new animated scenes that aren't as good. Those will have people talking and stuff. Oh, that's but, like, fucking dumb. The the really well animated stuff, like you can tell, it's just like they were not actually talking and when they were animated, <laughs> it was like it's Jesus. not meant to be that way. Jesus Christ! So it's like it's 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 such a sad movie because it was supposed to be something completely yeah. different and wow. would have been awesome if it was wow. what it was originally intended to be. And it that just guy got who made up. it must be pissed off. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck, <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah, I don't know what exactly was going on with it, but I watched it. It was just kind of like, oh, this could have been so like uh, just amazing and even what's there you can kind of see what it was going to be yeah it was like oh that would have been so great wow but yeah so what a shame yeah that was a that was a sad one there when did that actually come out uh i don't know i want to say 80s but just kind of my thought on the animation looking yeah. like it it just my memories of what it looks like I just kind of want to say that was animated in the 80s but okay <clears throat> but I don't know I mean it, it had like a really long production time Yeah I know so it, it, it might have come out forever. years after it was actually made or I'm yeah. not sure <coughs> recobbled yeah in the future yeah. huh and I don't know when that version came out, but I'd heard about it when I was looking around online at it, and I was just like, "Oh, the recobbled edition." I, I like, assume that was attempting to, yeah, to uh, restructure it. The, yeah, take out all the dumb song and dance numbers, and yeah, and the voices and stuff. Right. Huh. That's pretty I, cool, though. Yeah. At least I hope that's what it did. We just added more voices, more songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like the joke I wound up having was that the thief was not actually talking. It was just the flies buzzing around him that were talking. And he was always <laughs> pissed off because he was always just like this grumpy dude just running around. And he was just like flies buzzing around him all the time. And so it's 
I, I had this like interior joke. I was like, oh, he's not actually talking. It's the flies, and he's pissed that they're hammering at him all the time. <laughs> he's like, God, shut up, freaking flies. <laughs> so I'm trying to be sneaky here. Why do you keep talking? <laughs> but, hmm. yeah. It was, oh, that's uh, a shame. Yeah, but it's it's worth checking out just to see what could have been, I guess, to see what it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it's pretty obvious what it was trying to do if you actually look at it. And... Mm, sounds know, good. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, Interstellar reminded me of that and just the way its narrative works of just visually oh, yeah, showing right. you things that it makes perfect yeah. sense without any kind of dialogue or anything. It does. <clears throat> Oh, and um, something other else weird about the uh, the title, Interstella. Yeah. Uh, Stella was the name of the girl in the band who was... Because it, it, like, briefly, like, shows their names at certain points. Yeah, it does, doesn't <clears throat> it? I, never, I didn't pick anything yeah. up, but I remember one of the things I saw in that flash was that one of the people liked horror movies. <laughs> oh, oh I, I didn't see that part. <laughs> and I, <clears throat> I, I thought, like, oh, I should go back and... and check these out but then i thought eh, i saw the part i needed to see somebody <laughs> likes horror movies eh, good enough for me <laughs> yeah but yeah i didn't catch any of their names yeah i think the drummer was like barrel or something like barrel <laughs> the stone not the uh thing you would hold oh. water in but, oh, okay so like b-e-r-y-l or something like yeah. stone but oh uh, I don't remember any of the others, but you know, it was Stella, and I was like, "Oh, Stella. Interstella, huh?" <laughs> like, which I guess kind of is like the whole thing is kind of a rescue mission to rescue her more so than the others, but yeah, because that guy does seem to be focused on her. Yeah, and then of course, like when he rescues everybody, like she's the one the bad guy keeps and drags yeah. off, and so they got to hunt her down again, right. and and she winds up getting stuck in that weird machine and stuff so it, it is yeah. a little more focused on her than the others but i guess so yeah it still seems a little weird to me it's like hmm, i don't know it's a little uh why would you name it after her specifically i mean she is a little more central than the other characters but yeah it's not like that well, much well they're not going to call it inner barrel <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i guess it just, it just works out yeah I don't know. It just seems like something like, oh, it'll be cool, Interstellar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I just kind of feel like the name of the girl and being a part of the title should have, I don't know, had a bit more significance or purpose or something. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's maybe there is and I just missed it or something. I don't know. Well, even like the rest of the title, the secret star system. What the fuck is the secret star system? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I don't think there's too much thought going on. There. I mean, I don't know. There's probably a lot of thought that went into it, but whether or not it makes sense to us, right? right. The end user. Uh, apparently, it doesn't make any sense to us. <laughs> we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. Why the fives, you know? It, I, 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 it seemed like the guy in the book, he had the fives, so maybe he had to get 
5,555 gold records to power his <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, domination maybe it was, machine. Yeah, because it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the number did pop up in there somewhere. So Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was something. Maybe there's more stuff in there that we're just not really figuring out. Maybe, maybe. Was that was the villain guy the... Did he look familiar from any? Um, not really. Matsumoto stuff, no. He kind of just, I don't, yeah, I don't think he was, he didn't have too much of a Matsumoto feel to him. Okay. Honestly, neither did the, uh, the little, like, Terminator dudes. Terminator guys? Like, his little henchmen that were, like, robot dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they didn't feel too, uh, Matsumoto-ish to me either. Yeah. Because when I noticed that that they looked, the the drummer was like, okay, that's that's yeah, the he, Toshio guy. Yeah, he he definitely has a little resemblance to him. And so then I thought, like, oh, are all these people at yeah, some way I related? So. Or? I mean, honestly, the the black guy in the band is a little different too, because yeah, yeah, I wondered. Well, maybe he's a. They have the Afro dude in one of these Galaxy Express things. Yeah, or I don't not, think I've or, ever really seen that he is drawn differently too like right and and even the the other the guitar player in the band was he even drawn like a he was uh he was a a good bit more of a matsumoto kind of character okay i kept getting him and the the harlock looking dude yeah i kept confused yeah they they look kind of similar so i was a little there there were a few moments where i was like wait which one was that oh this guy yeah yeah and and when he was an alien, he had blonde hair, which is like okay. And then when he shifted, he became he got brown hair. So he just kind of looks like the yeah, the other yeah. guy. If he would have kept that blonde, you know the those luscious blonde locks, <laughs> yeah, would have had a way to tell him apart. Yeah, then I'd known who the fuck he is. <laughs> but oh well. Well, I don't know. We. Spinning our interstellar wheels on this. Do we have, do we have anything else about this thing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you like the creepy forest at the end there, where his uh, big mansion is? Is is the evil dude's base? You know, I did like that base. I did like that quite a bit. It reminded me a lot of Castlevania. There's a a, a mm. the. The Dracula's castle in that has, it's like a castle, and then at the top of one of the towers, there's like this little offshoot tower that oh, goes yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and they show it a lot in like the map of, of Castlevania, and because I played Castlevania a gazillion times when I was a kid, because <laughs> it was one of those games that I just had when I was... Right. You know, I got it when I was like six <laughs> so, <laughs> and I played it nonstop. So it just reminded me of that. And it made me feel like, oh, like nostalgic feelings. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't think it was like referencing that or anything, but it just the the bad guy's castle had that same little like offshoot little baby mm. tower. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's probably a name for that, but. Right. I'll just call it offshoot baby tower. Yeah, there you go. It's the technical term <laughs> architects use. Yeah. But yeah, that was a fun.
fun little weird thing. Yeah, it thing was fun. I like all that. The whole weird, like, lava caverns below. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all, it was all fun. I mean, visually, yeah. it's a fun and movie. Because it, it's interesting because, like, the whole movie, it's, like, this sci-fi thing. And then that shows up and it suddenly turns into this weird, like... It does get more fantasy. Yeah, it's got this bizarre kind of, what the hell is going on now? And Yeah, a little darker sort of horror-inspired fantasy thing. But then there's also that gold record machine that they're yeah, doing was, all that with. It's like this total what mishmash of everything suddenly. Right, right. But like, it all seemed to, I mean, it gelled. It wasn't like... Right, right. I mean, I enjoyed it all. Yeah, it, was it wasn't thrown off and... by it or anything. Yeah, it was just a fun, weird little story. Yeah, so if... <clears throat> If you like Leiji Matsumoto and Daft Punk, this is definitely the movie for you. This is your fucking movie. <laughs> if you like movie. both, yeah. Yeah, if you like one or the other, I don't know. I mean, if yeah. you like Daft Punk, I would imagine that you'd like it, but yeah. But if you are if you are opposed to one of the two, you're going to have mixed results. Right. I guess and, if you're super against anime or super against Daft Punk, then yeah. Like I, yeah, like I'm not into Daft Punk, so it was like Yeah, right, right. It's a little bit of slow go. I had to take breaks. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've heard enough of that same loop. <laughs> When's the next song start? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad, but it was kind of hard. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a definitely a, a unique piece of uh, work. Yeah. From both both parties. Yep. Good animation. Daft Punk music, whether you like that or not. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're very well regarded. I mean, people yeah. who like that stuff, people like Daft Punk, so. Yep. So, all in all, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> the movie part is good. I don't know <laughs> the, movie the music is good. The music. <laughs> I I love the little shepherd guy at the end. The he's there at like the beginning when the ship like crashes on Earth. He's yeah, just yeah. like hanging out with his sheep and he's like, Oh my god. Yeah, then like he that. then like at the end they show him again and he's got like some T V just playing the Yeah, playing the, the song. the band and he's like got his little shepherd staff and he's using it as like a <laughs> air guitaring with it and he's just chilling dancing out with everybody. Yeah. It's everybody like, yeah, music is a very human sort of thing. All the yeah. cultures of human 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 existence have had some sort of form of music or something so yeah so it's in our souls yeah i just like that little guy just jumping around on the rocks like air guitaring with <laughs> jamming his, out yeah. with the, just the sheep sitting around like the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy's fun uh, so i don't know anything else yeah i guess that's about it yeah oh there was something but where was the the children that I like, I don't normally think of children in concerts. The children in, con- well, there's all ages concerts. Yeah. yeah. Just as kind of like, Oh, there's like these just little kids just rocking out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's not what I would have expected. But yeah, there they were. I don't know. For some reason I, I liked them. They were, you like the kids rocking out. Yeah. Yeah. There's the little Leiji Matsumoto kids just <laughs> bouncing around. <laughs> they were having a good time. Yeah. Um, the band, they might be giants. They, they have, uh, adult albums and they also have, they, they started doing kids albums in the, 
I don't know, early 2000s. Hmm. And so they do all ages shows where they have kids rocking out to their uh, rock out kid songs. Hmm. <laughs> and so I always think of them when I think of all ages shows. But uh, yeah, just uh, there's yeah. I mean, not something I normally like think of like kids wanting to go to like a concert or something. It's just yeah. like. Well, kids get into stuff. They, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of kids going to fucking Britney Spears and stuff back <laughs> in the day, and fucking the Jonas like, Brothers I kinda, and I shit like that. I always thought that was like teenagers more, but yeah, I don't know. The, the kids here seemed like more like some they eight did year seem old littler you know, kids. Like, yeah, like when I was that age, like would I have even like thought of going to a kind? I don't know. I mean, I guess every kid's gonna be different, of course. So yeah, I'm sure there's some little kid out there that. Yeah, I was probably about that age when I saw uh, the coasters. <laughs> Once again, uh, young Will liking old things. I was really into the coasters, the 50s doo-wop group. Mm. I was fucking all about the coasters when I was a little, like, eight, seven, eight, nine, in that sort of years. And uh, we saw them in Vegas, and I was fucking lit up. I, I was just... <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. The, the coasters, this thing that I played on cassette was, they were live on stage. And so, and I was the only kid. Everybody else was old because they were, were going for the nostalgia of <laughs> like, oh, this is a thing I liked when I was a kid and now I'm 50. And so they were, they everybody was like excited because I was fucking pumped, you know, because, <laughs> you know, if I'm into something, I get really excited. Right, so right. I was like a little kid, just like, going ape shit <laughs> it was awesome but other than that i don't i mean and, and that's kind of what i like imagine as like kids at a concert would be like just the one kid who just yeah happened, and, and this was like there oh, was a lot yeah, yeah. There's just a whole bunch of kids at this concert that's weird like <laughs> they were on a, a different planet yeah so it's like these... so maybe that planet is more yeah that that planet the, those aliens, friendly, the kids yeah. love uh, concerts on, on that planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. I did like the dudes with the gas masks and the, at yeah, the very beginning cool. when yeah, they did yeah. the little kidnapping. Those guys were cool. Yeah, they were cool. And and the fact that the security guards were just too busy rocking out to the concert to <laughs> to notice until it was too yeah. late. Yeah, I've always, whenever I go to concerts, they always have, um, not always, but uh, a lot of times now, or in the last few concerts I've been to, they have uh, like a security guard that stands right in front of the stage mm. and looks out at the crowd. And then they have maybe a couple other guys on the ends doing the same thing, but their back is always to the band, and they just have to stand there and watch these people fucking go and ape shit. And I always wonder. There's got to, I mean, obviously, like was I saw fish. Most people don't like fish. It's a very acquired thing, and so these people have to look at the crowd fucking go and ape shit to fish and listen to fish and they don't like it and so they have to be in the moment of just like okay no I'm, I'm a security guard but there's got to be the times when they're rocking out you know they get to listen to something that they enjoy right and so there's got to be that moment where they like they lose themselves and you know these guys were fucking you know this was the 
the intergalactic hit yeah to be yeah oh that was that was the one thing this movie like kind of made me think and i'm sure this was not the intended message of the movie but yeah it was like so you got this villain and he's collecting these aliens and turning them into like like making them look like humans so right at the top record deals and stuff and i was like oh man that's not saying much for human music. Like, <laughs> right. like the only way to get a top album is to get an alien to do it. Like, right, like right. we're the shittiest musicians in the universe. We got to get aliens to get our. Oh, man, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, it's he, like he couldn't just find the good Earth musicians. No, he had to go out to fucking space to find somebody who yeah, could get a that's top right. record. He had to guarantee gold record, and <laughs> there ain't no guarantees on Earth. He had to get an alien to do that. Wow, that is true. <laughs> Fuck, poor humans. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh wow, that's, that's not saying much for us. <laughs> that's sad. Is that a comment on uh, human music by Daft Punk? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or is that, uh, that... That's why they want to become androids, is to... Uh, that's true, yeah. They need to transcend the human flaws. And, right. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Or is it a Leiji Matsumoto thing? Because he's uh, uh, a little bit more dystopian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of don't think it's a. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem to. Doesn't strike you as. Yeah, it doesn't seem to mesh with. Because uh, as much as he's got a lot of dystopian stuff and like, kind of shit is going bad and like humanity is kind of spiraling downward and. Yeah. Uh, there's also there's always those like the Harlock people who are, these humans who are like the pinnacle of. Okay. Uh, of nobility and yeah that the, they espouse everything good and <laughs> noble in mankind so i kind of feel like it kind of wouldn't fit quite right with his world of like yeah yeah, yeah that makes some, sense there would be like if it were a if his stories were about music and yeah this one is it would be like yeah I, I think there would be some humans at the top there right like a Even, human a human band they could have had a battle of the bands yeah, yeah. aliens versus humans <laughs> <laughs> tonight at schooners <laughs> oh, <just the> freaking schooners <laughs> oh man they always had battle of the bands there yeah so yeah they did whenever i think of that i think of schooners yeah <laughs> Now that I never went there, but it was just the, the commercials always at the like, Battle of the Bands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I want to see that movie, The Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Watch any 80s movie where <laughs> almost all of them have some kind of fucking band scene. Yeah. I love it. I love the band scene in 80s Wasn't movies. Wasn't that, uh, what was that? Was that Bill and Ted? Did they have a. Uh... They had to have had a band thing in there, but yeah, there's some some live music in there. I kind of recall that being a. It's not like a full stuff, on or... like concert thing, but they're they're uh, they're they're in high school, and in the future, they have become like the crescendos, where they are the the basis of all society basically and like <laughs> all like world peace hinged around their music and all this shit was built up upon their music and they're in trouble because if they don't pass 
their high school history class, oh, right, right, then it yeah. changes all of history, <laughs> and then society doesn't reach this enlightened state. So then George Carlin, playing Rufus, has to come back in the fucking phone booth and provide them with the, the necessary tools so that they can pass their yeah, history yeah, exam. Yeah. I, I remember the whole, like, we need to go back in time to pass our history test yeah. thing, and, I, yeah, I don't remember much else of the plot oh, man. that. Yeah, that's it's, a it's fucking, been, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I, I gotta revisit that That someday, shit is dope. And the sequel's dope, too, because the sequel goes in a different direction where instead of going through time, they go metaphysical, where they're going into, like, hell and heaven and, and yeah. they're fucking clones and shit. And, oh, it's yeah, I think awesome. that one was... What it, like, was there some musical thing in there with, like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of trying to... I mean, there's music in, in both of them because they're yeah. a band and stuff. Yeah, I thought that, there was some kind of, like rock battle with death or something in the second one maybe I'm, maybe i'm totally like i don't i mean they played death. they 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 play games with death which is a, a yeah they were kind of like, take on seventh sign yeah or seventh seal what is it seventh sign whatever the bergman movie is yeah i think it's seventh seal seventh there's a fucking horror movie called seventh where is it oh it's oh no it doesn't say the title on the sign whatever there's a Demi Moore horror movie that's called The Seventh I always get these fucking things confused anyway it's like The Seventh Seal but that might be The Seventh Sign I don't know whatever that fucking Bergman movie is where where he, he plays chess with death Right, right. they take it into a comedy and they're playing twister with death and mm. fucking operation <laughs> shit like that. I don't remember them playing music, but I know that later in the movie, I feel like death is playing an instrument at some point. Yeah. I, I just, I don't remember much of anything about that movie except for the weird robot versions of Bill and Ted running out and just punching yeah, shit yeah. up. <laughs> but you don't remember station, that fucking alien looking thing. No. Station. Oh <laughs> fuck! You gotta watch those movies. I, I, are amazing. I need to like it. Like literally, has been since childhood. Oh goddamn! Although weirdly enough, I apparently had the the soundtrack to the second movie. Yeah, on cassette. Oh cool! There's a lot of metal in that second and, album. Megadeth, and that's had a song that's probably there, where so. I'm drawing this musical connection yeah. to Bill and Ted is because I had that soundtrack as a kid and and I, I can't. Whoa! <laughs> Your chair just tried to kill you. <laughs> It just, the thing pops out and it's fine, yeah. but it scared the shit out of me because <laughs> I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know that I've listened to it much because I never, I never knew where the tape was when I, like, my memories of it are just of the case. Oh, just the case. And like the little oh, like weird. slip, like the cover yeah, slip yeah. to it. And it was just like, oh, I have this somewhere and I couldn't, like, I know, I don't remember ever like oh, having weird. the tape. Like, it's it's got to be somewhere around here. I don't know. It's it vanished. So I I must have listened to it at some point and then lost it and huh. just had the case sitting there to oh, remind weird. me that it existed. Remind you that you lost it. <laughs> oh man. Well, fuck yeah. Maybe we should do those movies because yeah, they're fucking awesome. I like I love the shit out of both of those <laughs> movies so much. I've I watched specifically the first one I watched a lot but I because I never had the second one until I bought the DVD that I have mm. now um, 
but I had the first one on VHS, like, and just watched the shit out of it. I had the NES game. Oh, man. <laughs> the NES game is cool because it's a shitty game, but but the cool part about it is that because um, they're banned Wild Stallions. <laughs> like, when they start, they're shitty, just like in the movie. But mm. after you beat each level and you, like, grab a fucking historical figure, it'll show the bands like play a show in front of an audience and they'll get a little bit better. <laughs> like they made it so that the music is a little bit more in tune. And oh, then wow. as you go on, like they'll add like, Oh, now they have a drummer <laughs> and now they're just a little <laughs> bit better. And if you get to the end, which I never got to, but I watched it on YouTube because I, I've always been curious about it. But at the, if you get to the end, they have a full band, there's a full crowd and they're playing and it sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. It's like one of the coolest things in games. I think, you know, yeah. that like made yeah, me want to play more. Cool, yeah. But man, that game was a fucking beast. Because you had to find all these uh, items and things, but the only way to do it is you had, like, like you'd be walking around this level and there'd be all these bushes and you'd have to jump on each bush. Mm. But it's like an isometric thing and there's people chasing you all the time. It, man, it was, <laughs> it was a fucking, yeah. it was, it's a hard game. Usually those weird movie tie-in games are kind of shitty. <laughs> well, I I have a, a soft spot in my heart for all the movie games because I love movies and I don't care how bad they are. I, I always like wanted to play them, and still to this day, I'm always like, oh shit, they made that into a a, a game. I want to play that game. I love the Total Recall game. It's, that's a that's a good mm. one. Not a great game, but man, it's it's fucking fun. You get this little shitty. Uh, really horrible looking Arnold character that you play as. He looks all blocky, but I don't give a fuck. I'm playing as Arnold. <laughs> give them air. <laughs> I love it. I love Total Recall. Well, yeah, that's good stuff. Anything else about this uh, secret star system? In a, in a Stella. <laughs> Stella. <laughs> <laughs> uh just a I don't know title association makes me I it was a song my dad would always listen to so I'm familiar with the song but I don't know anything about it like who did it or whatever it was just yeah in the background it was like it was going through the years so it was always like there was a verse of like 25 25 and then 35 35 and 40 and so it's like fifty-five, fifty-five. <laughs> just, just, it just makes me think of that song. It's like in the year twenty-five, twenty-five. Yeah. Whatever. Huh. I don't know. Uh, it might have been. There's a. There's a. A Rush album. Did you guys listen to Rush at all? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. It could have been Rush. Yeah. There's a Rush album that's called like, fucking. Twenty-one twelve. I think it's called. Oh, that, I think it's called Twenty One Twelve. Maybe there's a song like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't on think there. it's that one because I think I've heard. I think my dad had that one, and I, listened to that hmm. and I was like, "Oh, yeah." And I don't know. So I don't think it's that one, but yeah, I don't know who the heck it was. I'm I'm just, look it I up. just remember hearing that song, yeah, as a kid a lot because <laughs> it was something my dad listened to a lot. And... Well, we'll have to figure it out. We'll track it down. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> the lyrics are distinct enough. Yeah, you can find it based on that. Yeah, so. It's... 
one that I hadn't really thought of much, and then I just saw the title of this. I'm like, hmm, made that, you think that of that song. Yeah. <laughs> well, on on that note, note. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Pun this one up for the yeah the, the musical note. I guess we'll say uh, adios. Yeah. <laughs>